0: something that I actually think about constantly is I really believe that we need to form a consumer protection program like the National Association of accredited Eye buyers right mm-hmm. and we need to set some like metrics on which we are going to hold these big companies accountable and then this organization can make sure that we keep the consumers best interests at heart <laughs> Up hey, on a what's happening? Little
1: rainy
2: fun day. Yeah, nice. It was a rainy, crazy night last night.
1: I know. I actually saw your guys' stories, and it looked like freaking like yeah, a tropical, hurricane. <laughs> a tropical hit. storm rolling through. Hurricane, I thought my roof was hurricane gonna blow off. Uh, Fred in Queen Creek.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: That were in Edna. <laughs> yeah, Edna. Edna. Yeah.
3: Did you get it? Where you were at? Yeah, I get mo- part of my metal roof on my shed blew off. Aww. Oh shit! Really? Yep. Dang so it. I have to go fix that when I get home. Was that a was that a. A Pepe? Yeah, well, he put he installed <laughs> it. Yeah. But, Wait, you know, was see. that
2: a Pepe? What does that
1: mean? Yeah, just because. Okay, we, let's yeah, move yeah, on. Let's, let's, right, do, yeah, let's
3: yeah. move There's on. a, on. a, a lot real estate show, down not down a rain, not a weather yeah. show. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <In> today's forecast.
0: <laughs> today's forecast has investigations of the federal nature. We oh. have also some earnings to report from Zillow and Open Door. What else is going insane. on? A lot, a lot is going on.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think, f- like, first and foremost, I mean, um, gosh, there's it's there's so much hot stuff. Like you said, I don't even know where to really t- to start with because we can go off with the reporting, but let's start with yeah, let's start with the, yeah, start the with audio. That.
0: Your audio's off. I think you need to be closer to your mic, Elliot.
1: Okay, can you hear me now?
0: Or like move it up.
1: Can you hear closer me? Now? No, close to my mouth. Yeah, that's tall better. people
0: probs. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah, t- so. I think we need to talk about what happened to Republican lawmakers. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, Ken Buck and Senator Mike Lee.
0: Okay, they initiated an investigation with the Federal Trade Commission into Zillow. Mm. Right? Why? Why? Well, they're saying perhaps they're hinting at some unfair anti-competitive business practices. (coughs) Maybe that uh, Zillow is now telling sellers what their home is worth and then giving them an offer at that price and then turning around and selling the home for more on the open market. Mm -hmm. And so are, is there something sinister going on or have we just had record appreciation? And so Zillow has just kind of made good bets. What do you guys think? (laughs)
1: I mean, I think the consumer is able to choose, but at the same time, there's many forms of data. The biggest thing is, is there you have over 280 million eyeballs every single month and they are probably the most trusted resource uh, for real estate by, by the average consumer, right? They are the number one real estate website in the world. 280 million visitors, but every month.
2: But can a website tell you what it's worth, what your house is worth and then buy it and then resell it for more because if if they're telling you it's worth this i mean i mean they're literally like buying it the people move out and they put it on the market for higher All right. so like well, can, I mean, can, I can they can they i mean there there's definitely some i, I can, see I, I can some see I can see their angle right there yeah. it's it's definitely well but yeah, did they improve the property the <clears throat> yeah well, definitely, it's an angle, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I mean, they have they have costs, right? Zillow has costs, and they're, they're, so they have to sell it for a little bit more. But can they tell you what your? You, I mean, people trust the Zestimate, right? They right. trust the Zestimate. And they go, okay, this is this is what my house is worth, right, to the right. market. But really, I mean, yeah, it's there's there's definitely some teeth in the in the uh,
3: the argument.
1: Well, uh, I mean, who did Perman's price, right? Sorry. No, uh, no, no,
3: it's I. I- <clears throat> I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think that real estate is changing so rapidly that even our government's like, what's going on here? Because this is such, it's not, it's becoming more mainstream territory. You know, it's not new to us. We've been seeing this happen for damn near half a decade now. However, you know, at the end of the day, it's what a buyer's willing to pay and what a seller's willing to accept. I mean, there's, uh, there's so much data out there that a consumer, you know, this is what someone's willing to pay for your house as a cash offer. So, you know, if they're happy with that, then guess what? If If the consumer wanted potentially more money, why didn't they play the open market? So that's the way I look at it. I'm not saying it's good, bad, right or wrong, but this is where our industry is headed. Well like and
1: I'll I'll follow what you were saying earlier there's so much of that don't touch the don't touch the coffee it's hot disclosure that 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 goes on and it's just I mean like think about it in the short time that all of us short long time that all of us have been in uh you know real estate I don't remember I think the contract was like originally like what, five, six pages, seven pages, you know, and now it's, you know, a bunch of pages, right? Because of all of the additional disclosures, I could see something like this. If this continues, right, like a refinance where there's a three day rescission period, right, that, that they sign the documents and things don't actually get done to make sure that they are happy with their decision. Right. So it's just.
0: Yeah. A couple thoughts. So first thought we are living through the institutionalization of real estate. Yes, yep. it's really hard Wait, say that say. again.
1: What institutionalization?
0: That's right. We are living through it and we're seeing that happen. And so what is that going to look like? And then second thought, something that I actually think about constantly is I really believe that we need to form a consumer protection program like the National Association of Accredited Buyers, right? Mm. And we need to set some like metrics on which we are going to hold these big companies accountable. And then this organization can make sure that we keep the consumer's best interests at heart. Like that for me is, I just look at what's happening, and I kind of think that there does need to be some protections in place.
2: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because if, if, if you know someone can, if someone can say, "Hey, this is what your house is worth," and then turn around a month later oh. and sell it for hundred grand more, um, yeah, is that is, is that
1: uh, well, especially when they're being good for, so for a company that as the relied mean, source, right? I, I follow your I follow your the argument. Yeah, for sure.
3: I do too, but I'm just playing devil's advocate, right? There's always there's always two different angles to everything, and I, I I'm more on yes, we need to hold you know people, these institutions accountable, but at the same time, so with what you said, then then let's make flipping illegal, sure. because that's what flippers do.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, but they're not, they're not. A data, big, a big corporation, no, they're, I understand they're usually that, private people. They're,
3: they're going, so you have a private entity going to a consumer and saying, this is what your house is worth based on its condition. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to make a possible I, killing.
2: I could see where they, where they could maybe, um, do that, make it illegal for a real estate agent because they have a, they have a license, right? To, mm-hmm. they, they have fiduciary duty to that customer. Cause, right. Cause if you as an agent go and say, Hey, you know, your house is worth $200,000. I'll buy it for $200,000 and then you buy it and then you turn around and put it on the market for 275. I mean.
3: Well, that's yep, one of the most we, unique <laughs> things about our industry, right? <laughs> We've is, never done that before. And, and uh-uh.
1: When you really think about our industry, that's one of the most unique things about it, right? <clears throat> like the, you can't do that as a stockbroker, right? It's insider trading. Like that, those things, those things yeah, are- Yeah, you'd
0: be like Martha Stewart. Yeah, you, it's, it literally <laughs> is
1: illegal. You cannot go, you know, uh, buy it and sell it for like, you know, a major profit because of your expertise in your particular field, where it is allowed in this circumstance that somebody can walk into a house, offer $200,000, works for the seller, they put in $5,000 of (coughs) lipstick and sell the dang thing for $300,000, especially in today's market.
0: I think the biggest thing is that We need to realize is that the consumer wants convenience the consumer wants certainty the consumer wants transparency around what it's going to cost
2: and all of that costs money
0: exactly a lot of money and there's no way to predict the future (laughs) i mean you know these companies can use data and they can have like some really cool predictive Um, data that they use, but there's no way to tell for sure what it's going to sell for. And this market has been unprecedented. So part of me feels like maybe Zillow is getting an unfair shake just because we have had record appreciation. And so I think that they're out there acquiring homes because they want to provide this certain convenient, easy sale. The other
1: part of that too, that we're not looking at, right, is they're basing it on when the property was acquired versus when it was liquidated, not when the offer was made. Right. And like you said, when the velocity of the market is moving as much as it is and based on conditions, right, demand, et cetera, they could have made the offer 60 days prior to closing and then didn't sell it for another 60 days. So that's actually a 120 day turn of values in that circumstance. And I don't think that that's being factored and it should be factored.
2: So this article talks about. Uh, how two lawmakers have sent a letter to the FTC urging the agency to scrutinize real estate's um, giant Zillow's planned acquisition of showing time. Hmm. Warning the deal could harm home buyers and Zillow's competitors. Oh, Hmm. so
3: this is, this is also interesting. Well, it's all data, right? I mean, if,
1: if they start controlling data at that level, I mean,
2: yeah, I mean, where, where does it end and, and can they control that much?
0: Well I can I can or should say, they control
2: that much. They let it happen with Facebook. <laughs> just
1: saying.
0: Well, yeah. When they <laughs> yeah. did they, they but you know, in and, and what did Facebook do? They they connected people. They commoditized connections. And that's all Zillow did was just commoditized real estate data in a way that made it make sense. Right, it used to be, you know, I was studying kind of the origins of how everything started and Realtor.com, I didn't realize this, Realtor.com initially didn't put any closed sales on Realtor.com, why? Because we were for the Realtor. Mm -hmm. We didn't wanna give the public access to what homes sold for because then guess what? Then you can find out what your house is worth on your own and you don't need us. Well, Zillow stepped up and said, you know what? We're going to give this data to them and we're gonna come up with a way to let them know with just looking at a screen, approximately what your house is worth. And so they commoditized the information and made it make sense. Like, kudos to them. I think, you know, I think the reality is, is that we aren't doing our job in the capacity we need to be doing our jobs.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, think of the industry in general, right, is they, the, the the huge argument is, is as the practitioners, as licensed realtors, or licensed real estate agents, and members of the National Association of Realtors, they have taken our data and are now sharing it against our allowance right and then selling it back to us on on a lot of levels
0: yeah it's genius
3: <laughs> well i think that <clears throat> you know our message is you know still the same regardless of what direction all this goes it's you know what we all stand for which is being an advocate for the agent so what does that mean it means just educating yourselves. Make sure you know what's going on because home sellers and buyers, they still want that experience, right? <clears throat> so if you can just know what's going on and then figure out, hmm, how do how do I be a part of this? Yeah, how to do where, How do I embrace this? Mm-hmm. And use it to your advantage because there's
2: always a way. And that's what people that the, the agents that are adapting to this market are doing and they're gonna crush it and the people that and the agents that don't adapt to that, um, they're gonna slowly <coughs> wither away and not have as, many, as, as much uh, real estate opportunities.
0: Yeah, I So agree. last
2: week, um, Kayla and I were in um,
1: Atlanta at the recreate event, as we all know, and we, which great, great event, by the way, James, Giselle, good job. Um, anyway, getting to the point of what I want to say is we were talking about the, the earning reports, earnings reports, which I know is we're getting ready to talk to. So one of my biggest nuggets that I want to bring up goes exactly with, with what Keith was just saying is they bought, uh, per, you know, the earnings call, they have bought approximately 8,500 homes. Who is this? Open door. Oh, Sorry, we're talking about yeah, open door. I thought we yeah, were talking about recreate. No, no, no. So at that we, we, this was, this was mentioned anyhow.
2: Oh, it was mentioned so, at the recreate.
1: Yes. Okay. So 8,500 homes that they had acquired, right? During that. And my challenge wasn't the thing that I'm, that I'm talking about is to Keith's point is, do you believe that those 8,500 people did not know a real estate agent? Of course they did. They chose not to work with them, the overwhelming majority of them because of the done for you solution. Like Keith is saying, where it's, it's this done for you solution that today's consumer is, is demanding, that they, that they are asking, requesting a, a far more simple frictionless, certainty, convenient and best cost, you know, style of transaction.
2: What's crazy to me is that you have like, we're in the, we're in the most amazing real estate market right now. And what the, the previous quarter open door had like 3,500, they bought, they acquired 3,500 homes. And then this quarter, 8,500 homes. Like it is a massive
0: it's growth. And Dude. let's not forget that 300%. they also had in the
2: best market.
0: Yeah. And they also had 8100 contracts on homes. Yeah. So you total that it's over 16,000 homes that they either acquired or had an offer to purchase on by the end of the second quarter. And I was just curious and I averaged it out over the quarter and that equals out to 185 homes a day. Boom. That open door is taking it. across now 39 markets Crossing and growing. It. And right. they have a grand vision. And in the shareholder letter, Eric Wu said that they attribute all of this phenomenal growth to the seismic shift in consumer behavior. Mm-hmm. Yep. The seismic shift. And guess like, what?
2: They created that. They created the shift. But, but no, but, but the consumers well, they are demanding on, it. Yes. They, they, they figured out what the what the consumers wanted. And they figured out a way to do it. And right. uh, we'll see how it ends up you know, because they, you know, they're, they are still losing money, but, um, the more and more they, they capture the more, 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 uh, uh, inventory. I, I, I see, you know, I, I, I'm looking at properties Dude. on, on the MLS and like every other few properties, it's, it's open door, open door, open, it, door, yeah, open or day, or open door owns Zillow or even offer, offer you yeah. know, they're getting their little slices too, for sure. But, um, yeah. And then, and here, here we go. We would something just came out today that open doors is, is uh, looking for another $800 million in funding, um, to, <laughs> to, purchase more homes, probably. I'm sure they're running out of money. They're going, we, we have these billions of dollars that, that, that's slowly going away we're yep. going to hold on to more of these properties because we know that their offers are, are a little bit more than yep. market oh, right oh, yeah. now. Well, some of them are <laughs> some of them aren't, just, I think it's certain just, zips. Yeah. Yep. Um, so how much of the, how much of the market can they, can they take?
0: Well, and not only that,
1: I'm sure you guys. I don't know. Are you guys getting the emails and whatnot from Open Door too? That they're actually, you know, obviously recruiting agents and you know wanting to hire and. You oh, know, that's such that. old yeah. news, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just saying that they they have they have continued that obviously to sure. to, to support that rapid growth.
2: Yeah, because they have they have growth. They they have all these leads. They have all these people that are that are um, you know selling to Open Door, and then they they they're trying to capture the buy sides as well. So they they need
3: agents to go out there and show people show houses and. Um, yeah, absolutely. Imagine being <clears throat> in Eric Wu's shoes or whoever's a part of that process of raising money like, Yank, you know what? We're not asking for quite a billion, mm-hmm. so that should be pretty so easy. It should be pretty million. easy. No it's just worries. $860 million. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll raise that in a week. No problem. Sure, it's sure. What a That's wild cool. experience, right? Pretty, pretty amazing. Yep. I
0: think it's really cool, though, that what we're doing is we're saying to realtors like, hey, like, join us and we can we can be the agent I buyer. We can be the open door for agents. Right. Yep.
1: Well, and the funny thing is, is with the power of the agent that already has all of the consumers, in theory, we can become more powerful than even these companies that we're talking about. like. In a good way, right? Like a, as a collective, not us as like a, a selfish individual, right? But I'm talking about the collective of the 1.4 million, you know, realtors that are out there. If we band together, service, make sure that they don't get fleeced out of their equity, like Jake was, uh, Jake, Jay was talking about just a uh, Jake from <laughs> from Safe Harm. <laughs> Jay was talking about just a, a minute ago. It again, it just it it really heightens the the experience. It's the best of all worlds.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What and, and with the digital experience as well. So I right. think that's what the consumers are really attaching themselves to is the digital experience as well. They're not look, they're not just looking at like, oh, the easy, convenient, but that that's part of the convenience, right?
0: Well, I think also it's about explaining your value proposition and setting your expectations in a way that someone can go onto your website or like connect with you and they can very clearly understand what you do, how you can help them, and what it's going to look like if you do business with them. And then delivering on that value proposition like over and over and over and over again. And I think that's probably the breakdown with most most um, realtors, not all, some are very good, but most realtors don't tend to be super process orientated. And so they not only can't really communicate and set their expectations, but then delivering on it, every, every situation ends up being its own little animal. Right. Whereas like open doors came in and said like, here's how we're going to do it. And if you have this experience in Phoenix, you're going to get the same experience if yep. you sell a house in Atlanta and you're going to get the same experience in Dallas and you're going to get the same experience in you know Florida. And so they've systematized the real estate process like at scale.
2: Yeah, and so if you're, it's actually awesome. If you're an agent out there, like w- what what should agents be doing, right? What, what's the messaging that agents <laughs> should be putting out there to um, compete with these big companies? Well, before you do
1: that, I wanna start out one thing just because I know for me, like with the coaching to the agents and whatnot um, within our Zudilio ecosystem, to me, everything starts with awareness, right? Like, in, and now what you expand off of that is what we can maybe dive into but like to me it ha- you have to start with everything starts with starts and stops
2: with or the lack of awareness well and i think agents are seeing the open door signs all over the place the zillow yep. signs the op- offer pad signs if you're not aware <laughs> then you got your head in the sand because <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. There's, you know, everywhere you drive, there's an open door sign, an offer pad well, sign, a Zillow sign. And here's
0: the thing, if you're in a market, like we have a lot of users that are in markets where maybe eye buyers aren't as prevalent, like mm-hmm. New Mexico. And so if you're not aware, then maybe this is an amazing opportunity for you to seize upon because yep. you can go into your marketplace with these value propositions. We now. can help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you can be the open door of your local market, and you'll crush it. And yeah. so, if you're not aware of it, I think there's tremendous opportunity.
1: It's almost like you get to like look into the future by two to three, four, five years in exactly. some it's, of these markets. It's not like,
0: almost; <laughs> it is. Yes, it absolutely yeah, is. they are because
2: they're going to come to those markets. Oh, no question. they there. I mean, the consumer has spoken. Period. Yeah. They're coming to the markets. They're they're saying that they're coming to the markets. They're just not there yet. So, if you're an agent and they're not there in that in that market, start with with their. Um, mm-hmm. With those messaging, with that messaging and um, and use the Zoodelio system. we have we have investors out there in New Mexico right. and some of those yeah, well, markets that, that don't have the big i buyers yet. And <clears throat> we can help you.
1: Yeah, that buy the house, lease it back for up to six months. Right. There's a lot of huge value propositions. And I think that to me, it does start with awareness, right? Because yes, everything, you know, you want you want to work with people that know you, like you, trust you, and when they think of you, they think of real estate. Or they think of real estate, they think of you, vice versa. My point is is it still starts with like the barrier of entry, right like these done for you solutions, and when an agent that has a relationship that can provide these same type of ser- services and still operate off of a, a fiduciary basis, the business is theirs to lose, right like it, it's just it's maintaining the relationship, maintaining the clear value proposition that you can bring to your clientele like
2: I, that that yeah. that is the capitalistic side <laughs> of me that comes out right It's like it's up to you, dude. that's right. What else we got, guys? We've been beating that one up all, all
0: morning. Well, there's a lot there. So uh, yeah, but there going is. going back to Zillow, okay? Because we talked we talked about the FTC investigation and and I guess that that all stemmed from the showing time acquisition, mm-hmm. which does, it hasn't went through yet, though, right?
2: No, it hasn't. Go, it hasn't gone. It through hasn't
0: yet. gone through yet, and so maybe this investigation will throw a little wrench in that. I don't know. Who knows? I didn't read all of the the write up on it, so I'm not quite sure. Uh, but we talked about open doors numbers we didn't talk about Zillow's numbers yeah so gonna hit them right so let's see I've got a couple here written down I talked about this on my call on Monday so they didn't do quite as many homes as open door so they ended up at about 35. Hundred homes or thirty-eight hundred homes purchased, and about thirty-one hundred homes with contracts at the end of the quarter. So they ended up about how many markets
1: are they in though? Like, because I'm eight
0: thousand, right? Or not eight
1: thousand markets?
0: No, I'm talking about homes.
1: Yeah, yeah, eight thousand. Yeah. Do you know how many markets they're in offhand? I I I forget. Mm -mm. I think they're in the twenties. So it's not. I know it's not quite as much.
0: So their numbers to me were kind of like, I don't know. I mean, they were good, but compared to Open Door, not quite as good. Uh, The interesting thing, though, that really stuck out at me, guys, listen to this, 40% of Zillow home loan purchase originations were sourced from Zillow offers.
3: That's
1: insane. Wow. Like the bundling services, I think, is something that is going to to really be one of the waves of the future. I think the, the, the whole bundle, bundle and save, if you will, is coming that sure. sounds familiar yeah. I, that's my, that was my point yeah I mean, that's
2: what happened with the, with phones
3: right with <laughs> exactly <the> telephones and, <laughs> and cocks and,
0: and with insurance yep. yeah and everything
3: absolutely when, when i was doing door-to-door sales for comcast cable in albuquerque a decade ago they started that slogan bundle and save get your home phone mm-hmm. internet and yeah, cable, cable all in on one. one bundle and save yeah
0: how times that'd have be, changed. That'd be my
3: sales pitch at the door. Let's, <laughs> stay, let's stay the same. I think there's still some people that have like <laughs> landlines <laughs> because
0: yeah, who has like, a landline? Yeah. Don't. Do you Keith? <laughs> no. I'm not.
2: I think we did for a while, and then <clears throat> even, and we, we, we never the even number. had a we didn't even have a phone to like connect yeah, in
0: there. we didn't so. even know the phone number. Yeah. Like, I don't even think we had a phone. Yeah.
1: yeah. Was it was it just like
2: thrown in or something? Uh
1: it
0: was a bundle.
2: Yeah, it was a bundle. You, it's like if you don't get it, it's more expensive, right? So <laughs> yeah. you're like, all right, yeah, throw it in. I don't care. Yeah, that's so funny. funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so 40% of their their originations.
1: So the, well, and I know like like Open Doors attachment hasn't been quite as high.
0: Open Door did not right. uh, disclose those numbers, so, you know, Well, a I only know the them mystery.
1: just because of some of our uh, relationships. I was actually looking into that about a month and a half ago and before it was like, I know, I know originally they almost, I, I heard this was all through grapevine. They almost like actually folded it because their attachment rate was only like 2%, but then it's 9% and now it's like up to 12%.
0: Yeah, that's right. Now that you're saying that that's jogging my memory. I remember yep. reading that as well.
1: So, but they're figuring it out, right? Like that's the whole thing. Like is, is they're continually figuring it out. And one of my theories guys, just, I mean, as I, as I know we're about running out of time here, but like Zillow, they are the 800 pound gorilla controlling the eyeballs is ginormous and 280 million people that those eyeballs that they're controlling i think they're going to figure it out
2: well i mean the, when that the, domino numbers, falls, the numbers are showing that open door is crushing them man
1: uh, well but uh, but that's what i'm <laughs> saying their, their domino and their hammer that they swing is so big when it yeah. when it falls i i think it's gonna fall hmm. I, I mean i'm not saying that open door is not up for the fight I, I think eric wu and their whole organization we all know are. what fans fans we are of yeah. them, they, they are. It's a fen- it's a phenomenal service, and the way that they run and do everything is, is fantastic. I'm not am I'm I'm a fan, not a hater. What I am saying is 280 million eyeballs month in and month out carries a lot of power. Yeah,
0: it does. But yeah, like Jason said. Open door seems to be leading the pack.
2: And Open door was the first, so there's something to be said when there's, you know, a, a, when you're a first.
3: Their experience is super dialed in. They're the That's godfather, wild. bro. Nobody messes with the godfather. <laughs>
0: well, I think it has to do with with vision. I've Absolutely. said this before. I believe more in Eric Wu's vision of, of the future of real <laughs> estate, and it just feels very authentic to me. And anytime I've heard the man talk, it's just, it's felt, you know, it's felt right. It's felt good. Rich Barton, on the other hand, brilliant man, but I can't say like, we were talking about like who we would like to talk to. Of course I would like to talk to Rich Barton. Okay. All right. Like Rich, if you're listening, (laughs) let's talk. Can we have
1: you on our podcast?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Will you come on our podcast? Of course I would love to talk to him, but I would rather talk to Eric Wu. And I would trust Eric Wu probably over Rich Barton.
2: Yeah, because well, I mean, cause Zillow really—they pivoted. They pivoted from what oh, they're yeah, doing absolutely. into Airbnb. <clears throat> after they saw it, they're going, "Oh wow!" They, you know, I think didn't their their numbers went down?
0: Their stock tanked. Yeah, their actually. stock tanked yep. after now, after a while. It's that, now it's, tanking it's really right now. It's like at 91. Their
2: market cap is up t- taking like a 10 yeah.
1: billion dollar hit in a <sighs> month, dude. It's it's they're they're right. they're being hit hard. So right
0: is now. it this FTC thing?
1: I don't
3: know. Does, uh, Brian bear have an invitation to our podcast?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> Keith, Keith coming in hot,
3: you
0: know what, you know what? Like let's or Spencer turn, Raskoff, let's turn a you. new leaf. Yes. Brian Bear. Yes. We would definitely have you. You on the can podcast. even
1: wear your sweater vest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's coming guys. <laughs> you never know, Jason,
0: stranger things have happened. <clears throat> we gotta true. be open-minded.
1: All right, unfortunately we are out of time today, guys. I know that was uh, a lot of info packed, maybe to be continued on some of that stuff. Love it, appreciate you guys, all your knowledge coming in with uh, facts and figures.
2: All right, don't forget to like, comment, and sup- subscribe, and if you have questions about what you know about the, the market, you know, <clears> please <throat> reach out to us and we'll answer them.
1: We truly appreciate you taking the time to be with us here today on the iBuyer Experiment podcast. Please remember to like, and subscribe so that you're notified when we launch new podcast. We'll catch you on the next one.